They taking care of us, so you know we're gonna run. We're gonna run this through, and I think you know they say don't say practice makes perfect. Perfect makes perfect, and we getting this right, and we're gonna handle this the right way. Don't forget to download that Square Triple app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. So we finally got it up and running. We apologize for that. We we had it out for a while, but all the all the kinks and bugs should be out, so it's available for you to download. And I still got some uploading uploading to do. So you guys already have the episode or the podcast and all that kind of stuff downloaded you know that's where you're going to get all of your your bounces coming up for the weekend and a couple of months out and then also let you know ktfo's fight of the years you got that you got a whole library you got a whole bunch of library stuff that which you guys are going to be uh, able to look into so square circle make sure you download it it's, it's everywhere to find your own kinks and bugs whatever you're into make sure you download it and tell your friend tell your family about it we're coming at you live in hub city i am heyday studios Let's give a quick shout out to my man Lo. I am RCF.com forward slash contact. You tell him Sunny sent you. You get a three week free trial. I know he was out of town. He had some family things to take care of, but business goes on. That's just what it is. But you tell him that we sent you. You get a three week free trial if you can handle it. You know what I'm saying? If you want, you want to be better, be better with the best. Four years running, King 5 Media Magazine. About to be five. They're, becoming, they're going to become the only one, the only CrossFit in town. Watch. Man, hopefully. Pretty soon. Hopefully, man. More, bo- more bodies in there, man. Give me give me some space to, to see who my competition is. Come on, you'll see Carvin. You'll see Shooter. He'll take off his shirt. The only place to get a workout on the show. You tell me, Sanchez. Three-week free trial. Well, how are you man? So... It's funny. It's like when I ran across this on my um, on my timeline, I liked it. I liked it instantly, and it kind of reminded me of one that we had before. And it's it's always the basic stuff that's the easiest reminders, just uh, on how you got to keep chipping away and get better every day. But this is the one that um, I saw that I liked. Don't decrease the goal; increase the effort. So still keep still keep your same height and your level of what you're trying to achieve to be. Wasn't if that it's still for Viagra, nah, man, that was keep it up okay. or something like that. I don't know, okay. but either way, but either way, it's make your effort match your where you're trying to be at, man. Because if you if you set it short, then that's exactly where you're gonna go. So shut, so increase your effort on all your goals. Gotcha. Yeah. If, just, if not, that is a reason for Viagra. That's the reason why I was invented. I like that. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. One more time before we let him go with that. Don't decrease the goal. Increase the effort. All right. Don't Y'all remember that for the week. Don't go flaccid. Just got to keep pounding at it and trying over and over again. You know what, man? You know, it's never That's, say quit. It's like the engine that tried. I hate you. I Shout hate out you. to my Vegas Golden Knights going against the Washington Capitals. This is a weird thing. Not This is a boxing podcast. So this, this is a so boxing podcast. This box. is just a weird universal conspiracy probably I don't know I'm not even sure but the Vegas Golden Knights first year hockey team going to Stanley Cup Finals and especially being a DC native man this is like it, it, 
it's great that we have. You think I like pulling strings or something? It was know. great. It was great that your team made it the first year, and then just like any DC team, whether it's the Redskins or whether it's the Nationals. the Wizards, the, especially the Nationals, always have the talent. And the Capitals, we all they always fall. But the fact that we both made it. That's the same. That's I hate be, you already. I, uh, good. It's going to make the show a lot better. Or one of us is going to quit. We're going to be like the urban legend of Mike and Mike and how, you know, how they supposedly hate each other and just try to split us up. Well, you know that they left, right? You know they've been split up. So. Oh. Yeah, so did it's over. Know? It's not an urban legend. It's, it's did they, real. Did they meet at a public place for the breakup, or how did that work? Did nah, they, like, if we break up, I'm going to end up punching in your face. Well, it's going to be a lot of people. Assault. Assault. I was like, allegedly. It was like, it went live. Hopefully I'm at that thing. You know, I'm going to retain her at all times. Nah, we settled on this in the streets, like old, like Rocky Five. Now, you know who didn't retain anything? Lee Selby. Like that, right? Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. So, okay. I'm going to let you start. I'm going to let you start with the Lee Selby fight. How did, how did you like it? I, I liked the fight a lot. The only thing I didn't like was like, Second or third round, the commentary was already bringing up how he's been struggling to make weight, and I guess the more lucrative fights are at this division. And I can see, I can see that because we we talked about a whole we talked about a whole bunch about how welterweight is the money yeah. is the money division, and then well, but then the second too, right? but this. No, this is uh, 126. 126, 126 okay. is the featherweight That's division. Similar, yeah, so it's, and then of course, we, we had Gary Russell fighting on this card. We also have uh, Oscar Valdez fighting on this. And I actually want to bring up Oscar Valdez a little bit, um, a little bit later. Um, I want to give a shout out to my man, Nate, actually, because like one thing we always ask for is we always ask for criticism on this. You know what I found out that we do? Well, I didn't find out. I was told this. We don't actually tell people what happened as far as the outcome of the fights. So we just talking about it and assume everybody and assumes everybody well if they would have done if they would have downloaded no, the app okay. or just so no. Um, in, case, in case you missed the fights, didn't know. Josh Warrington beat Lee Selby. Lee Selby was a champion going into this at the for the IBF one hundred twenty sixth division, the featherweight division. And Josh Warrington won on a split decision. I thought he had the perfect night. I thought he just outworked him. Yeah, I mean I thought it was this is a great phone booth fight. And even though Lee Selby, Selby came in and he was naturally bigger, he looked way bigger. He just, just couldn't get, he just, he I was mean, a bigger fighter. But, can make things a little difficult. but even the cuts after, what was it, round three, I think they took, the they checked one, yeah. it, the, the checked into the, the first cuts, but he just ran into a better fighter. Yeah. And it's, even though you're the champion, Joshua Martin came in 26 and 0. It was his night. It was his night too, and it was funny. Neither one of these guys have actual punching power, but it was really. I'm surprised neither one of these guys actually went down. That's one of those things that makes UK boxing real entertaining. Very seldom do you get super one punch knockouts, and this is not an insult at all. It sounds like it's. it's, Yeah, I was gonna say it's maybe not the insult. It's it's, it's a jab. What do we watch all the girls' fights for? Not just because they look good. We watch because they. Well. Yeah, they they're the tough they're the toughest. They throw a lot of punches. It's bloody. It's mm-hmm. ugly, and it's exactly what you expect yeah. in boxing. So and that's what that's what this yeah. was too. Always a bar fight. Almost always a bar fight. Even the slickest boxers out there, they end up in a little brawl. So, but it it's it was good for Lee Selby because it's <laughs> <boxing. laughs> how long has he been struggling? If he's really been struggling to make weight, for maybe we'll say he will entertain to say his last two fights that he's been struggling and killing himself just to make weight, to try to retain this for the hopes of, of getting a bigger fight. Now, 
you should have been a little bit more spoken or your, or your team didn't get it done when you had the opportunity and that's your bad and I hope you learned something from it but it's good now I can move on because Washington's going to 130 there's not much more room up there it's going to be uh, some tough competition in 130 it's great to, uh, it's, well I'm going to get into whoever's at the, the tough competition in there but especially towards the end of this fight Josh Warrington wanted it more wanted it more and then unlike the main event that we're going to talk about he took it yeah he took it. Yes, took it. Yeah. Now, the split decision, though, we had 115-113 Selby, 116-112, and 115-113 Josh Warrington. <laughs> what was the other ref, what was the last judge looking at, the first judge looking at, or having it for Lee Selby? I don't know. You're doing a whole bunch of blowing, and I know you're good at that, but I need words. I don't know. I'm not sure because I thought it was clear cut that Josh Warrington won the fight just off of body language and demeanor, but he could have been that one guy. That not his his he could have been that judge watching it and making sure he's not swayed by the crap. So look, man, I'm not a you, you know you know this personally. I'm not a snitch, and I don't like unless you know only the only snitch that we allow is what Jim Lampley allows. But the one thing about this that kind of upset me and irritated me that I that I notice is when you have. When you have everybody basically saying that this would be a unanimous decision fight for Josh Warrington, and you have somebody 115-113 for Lee Selby, it kind of bothers me a little bit that we will let it slide because the right person should win. I think after every fight, if it's that, I'm not going to say he was way off. Like if he would, that's like automatically giving every swing round to Selby. Right. If that, because that's maybe the first two rounds. But see, even then, though, but no, he but was roughing him up those he first was, rounds. He, yeah. he really was. He was roughing him up those first rounds. He really was. And, have, and, and, and so basically what you're saying is... Is this Allie Bird again? Is she, is she judging? Uh, no, I don't think it was... Uh, no, Allie Bird, I don't think we're going to hear her name okay. for a while. Oh, yeah. But either way, you're just saying you're basically saying Lee Selby had this by two rounds. No. How, how do you have Lee Selby ahead of this two rounds? I can't. So... I can't say we're that. Wa- we're, watching a, we're watching a 12-round fight. Mm-hmm. And then what's, what's the math on that? Max? No, what's it? What was that? One eighteen is most I think. Uh, no, 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 like. What do you mean? Was it eight points? Eight four. Yeah. Eight, eight rounds to four or something like eight that. Basically, if you're, you're going to give me no, if you're give, if you're giving them two rounds ahead. Mm-hmm. I guess I could have done the math before that, yeah. but either, but either way, it's just like five. no, there was not there was not one point in the fight where Lee Selby was in control, no. and I thought. We're gonna let this we yeah. let this slide just because he won the fight. But when we get into what we're gonna talk about the main event, it's like those those little things is what's gonna make the difference, and you alter careers by that. So we go we go. Always, still a network guy. Sometimes it's just what it is. It's, it's it's a network guy. Is that what you think it is? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it just it is what it is. It just is what it is. I don't know. I can't make excuses for the guy. I can only apologize for his poor judging. But Josh Warrington got to win in his hometown. Good looking out on that one. That's a good job for him. I know he's probably he's probably still partying at his local watering hole or pub, as they call it there, with his mates. So shout outs to Josh Warrington. Uh, <laughs> for giving the IBF uh, featherweight title at 126. So now at 126, I don't know. I don't see him beating any of those other champions there. But um, if he if he comes and weathers the storm the way he did this time, you know what though? So actually, the way that he fought, 
Oscar Valdez is one of the persons I think because he plays right into that kind of style of fighting. So I think I think Josh Warrington and Oscar Valdez because Oscar Valdez, even though he's a great boxer, it's easy to sucker him into that kind of all-out brawl too. You saw what he did with Scott Quigg. You saw Scott Quigg. What was it? Genesis Sylvania too. Like that was a great fight too. So like in Oscar Valdez, he keeps it gritty. He will go down to your level to fight like that though. All right, Josh Warrington, hopefully you don't have to run into that man soon and you at least get one title defense under your belt. Now, let's talk about this man. I, I ain't heard about him or seen him around in a while. Last time I saw him, I think he was, like, training his younger brother named Gary. But Gary Russell Jr. stepped into the ring. He came out walking, looking like uh, the old Michael Jackson. Remember in the time video when he had the Egyptian thing? Yeah, which is the, the first time you ever seen on TV where they actually had black Egyptian pharaohs on there. Ooh. Good call out. Yeah. Good call out. Uh, uh, yes. What about the one with the gods right now? That's Gerard Butler in that one. Yeah. yeah. No, no. And also, Gerard Butler, he would get sunburnt out there being out there. So okay. that's what. We're, we're not going to get into that because I actually yeah. was watching Hidden, Hidden Colors the other day. So, but. But Gary Russell Jr., this started off as a real tight, close fight. And then you saw he had to step aside and start boxing just to, just to maintain it. But he, he still got out with him. And then the body shots, I think, was round four. Yeah, for Jojo D- Jojo Diaz. Sort of ripping him to him while Gary Russell Jr. was trying to fight him on the inside. And it's one of those things. This was... I, did we both pick Jojo Diaz to win? No. Okay. Come on, you know I go for the black guy. So Jojo Diaz, there's a certain point in there when his corner, I think it was, I want to say third or fourth round, his corner was like, if he's just going to hit you with that pity pat stuff, you just walk through and take it. Easier said than done. It's a lot easier, easier said than done, but at the same time, is I understand what his corner was saying because it was a lot of pity pat, shoe shine punches that Gary Russell was was throwing out there. <laughs> when they rate the fastest hands, you know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> I think we spoke about this before. You know, when you got the fastest hands in there, it doesn't mean that's always power behind it. Sometimes no. it's just, it's just it, speed. Yeah. And you and you see that with Gary Russell when he gets flashy near the end the later fi- later end of the fight, he gets real flashy just to score. Because it looks good. Punches might not even land really to score, but he definitely gets gets a lot of attention doing it. And it, it is incredible hand speed, but it was a good first half of the fight before he, he just pretty much took it over. Yeah. Um, this was the it first was, undefeated fighter he fought I believe, in like four years or something. You know what? You want me to look it up? Yes. So go ahead. Continue to talk while I lift this up. Joe right Diaz came in there ripping body shots. A lot of body, a lot of body shots. And then you know what? Uh, I love finding Russell for being able to go the distance like that. You did. You know what? Well, he said he was upset with himself because he didn't KO him, and he actually takes a personal offense when he doesn't knock people out. I'm like, you're not gonna knock everybody out, homeboy, man. I, I know you're good. You're not even good. You're yeah. great. Yeah. I know you're good and great, but come on, man. You're not gonna knock everybody out. But um. Let's see. Last time we fought the last undefeated fighter. Dude, it you know, even Lomachenko, he hasn't smooth. Dude, he hasn't fought an undefeated fighter in six years? Nah, was it what year is this? Eight years. Eight years. Jeez. Uh Hero Delgado is the last guy, and he was no, no. Hold on, I lied, I lied, I lied. Okay. Uh, yep. It's the Willie Vill- Villanueva. Nope. I'm still lying. Hold on. Can I not read? Wow. Have another one, there, shooter. Have another one. Good job, buddy. Special, special, special. First of all, I'm not. I'm not getting into this. It doesn't look like he. Gary Russell Jr.'s hands are so fast, we can't even keep up with who he fought. You know what? I, you know this what? This is a good test for Gary Russell because I. 
I personally forgot about the dude. Due to his inactivity. No you, no, you, no, you didn't. You didn't forget about him. You want to say it, it sounds cool, but you didn't forget about him because he is, he does have the WBC title. When we last talked about him, I, I, I made a reference to, yeah, he just fought Lomachenko. That was like four years ago. <laughs> I, no, I, we, we, we watched him in the, uh, the Escondone fight, the Oscar yeah, Escondone, yeah. who we'll talk about a little bit later. Though, and that was literally a year ago. Literally a year ago. Right now, yeah. and they were talking He's about. More and then after the after the, I watched the interview. This is the one thing I love about. I'm gonna go on the things I hate first. Okay. I hate that I had to wait till 10 o'clock West Coast time to actually watch all these fights, <laughs> but I'm getting the, the alerts and the tickers of what's going on in the fights I before that. But I gotta know. I'm it's got it's got boxing is gossip. I have to know. I have to I have to know. Even though if I know already, I knew uh, Gary Russell was gonna win. Yeah. But at the same time, I needed to know that. But it's uh, one of the things I hated. I had to do that. But I like being able to watch it whenever I can, and I listen to the commentator because one one thing that made this kind of cool was Gary Russell beats. Santa Cruz in the amateurs. Yep. Beat him in amateurs Jojo and D. Jojo D beat Oscar Valdez, Oscar Valdez in the amateurs. Mm-hmm. And they're all in the city. And they were talking about the Leo Santa Cruz getting the winner of the Abner Morris fight after mm-hmm. that. Gary Russell said he would actually like that. Uh, Gary Russell also mentioned, like, after the fight, how he. They asked him, it was like, do you want to fight two, three more times, you know, in the year, yeah. two, two more, two times in a year? And he said, you know, the year allows his body to heal and recuperate. I understand that. If your pockets can't allow that, then do it. But, hey, I'm selfish. You need to be entertaining me. Yeah, yeah. I want to see you. It's like. You're it's, never going to be able to negotiate on the, the, the high end of a fight if you're, if you're inactive just because you got a strap. Because the names will still put the fans in the seats. Yeah. They put their eyes on the TV. Like, there's a reason why he's an undercard versus Santa Cruz versus Abdomeras as the main event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they've earned that right. You know. And they're more recent. They're gonna. They're gonna be how. They're they're, they're they're bigger household names. You're yeah. the WBC champion of that division. Yeah. But you're it's fighting less, job. and you're not even a main so event. So it's fighting less. WBC belt on the undercard of Adonis Stevenson. Weird. They're, it's like it's like mini me and. You know, and just, they're doing the same thing. Fighting once a year. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But we will not say Gary Russell fought Lomachenko, and we will not say that Gary Russell's been ducking people like Adonis Chickenson. I mean, I wouldn't say ducking. He, he hasn't uh, been ducking nobody. You ain't, you ain't gonna, you, we don't put that same stigma in, on yeah. Gary Russell Jr. as we right. do Adonis Stevenson. So you get to pick one person ducking anybody, Adonis Stevenson or Keith Thurman? Keith Thurman. You know, I, you know, you know, you know, I'm throwing him on the bus that's every chance hate. I get. That's How's that? Hate? Hate. You agreed with me when we talked about this. Agree or disagree about this? Agree, no, we're not going to agree or disagree. No, you did. You know, you, listen, listen I, he can be. He can be. That's your man. That's your man. He can be. Your, he, of course, and that's why he had to vacate. I mean, look, is that out of respect? No, it's not. It's not out of respect. It's, he doesn't want to do it. He's not hungry no more. And if he gets, if he gets in it, look. And I'm mad that we got switched over to Keith Thurman because if you put Keith Thurman in there with any live dog, man, he's going down, man. I don't think he has it. I don't. I don't think he has we'll it. We'll no find more. out what the next live dog he gets. He's supposed to be scheduled for May 19th, but uh, well, that day is past now. May 19th, 2019. Uh, prior to 2020. <laughs> He's going to be fighting Gary Russell Jr. in that fight. Your man's not a bum, but your man is, he's on that duck level. Gary Russell Jr. got the win. Who does he fight next? If, if, if you were his handlers or him, 
Would you pursue a fight this year against one of these top names? Yes, I would. I it, just like you, just like you said, uh, the winner of Leo Santa Cruz versus Abner Morris. Those, those, both of those should be easy wins for him, except for maybe Leo Santa Cruz could probably sheer volume at the disruption. If Leo, if the way that Jojo Diaz, if he fights Gary, Ru- if Gary Russell fights Leo Santa Cruz. I think he'll hand, I think he'll mollywop Abner Mares. Oh, yeah. But if he fights Leo Santa Cruz the same way he did Jojo Diaz, I yeah. think Leo Santa Cruz beats him. Really? Because well, yeah. I, it, yeah. the same way Carl, he took Carl yeah. Frampton, if he fights from the outside and don't let that, because he's longer. Yeah. He's, yeah. Lo- he's longer. I think Leo Santa Cruz takes that. But it'll be a good fight regardless. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. That would actually be a great fight. So I, I would like to see here Russell Jr. get the winner of one of those two guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, well... When, you know, sometimes you pick up dead-on, and then sometimes you don't, right? Last last show, I picked a dead-on 10th round knockout Lomachenko. I got it, right? Whatever. This week, not even close. I, I said second round knockout, Donnie yeah. Stevenson. Yeah. Nah, not second round knockout. This was this was a fight to a majority draw. I Now, I personally thought Stevenson won the fight by about a round. Let's just be. But I saw the one judge had Badujak up by two rounds. And the other two had it straight even. I'm not arguing the straight even because that was the first six and the last six, pretty much. And it's also and how you want to judge it too, because in that eleventh round, I would have gave that round to Donna Stevenson because I remember him hurting Badu Jack more than the rest of the round. And I think that would have been the change for me personally. All right, so Jack, remember, super big. You, so, as we learned all the uh, the audience, uh, this is for the WBC 175-pound light heavyweight title, which ended in a draw. Did you hear what they... Uh, this is Badu Jack's fourth draw. draw. Yeah. Did you hear what they... You, you, no, no, but do you hear what they called him? Huh. Badraw Bad, Bad Jack. Badraw Jack. That's I, I thought I, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Broder Vargas, straight down the middle. Adonis Stevenson I had winning basically the first six rounds, and then round seven is when Badu Jack turned it on, and he ended up taking over. He, he took it over. Now, you can vice versa flip of one round apiece, they did, or one round that they could have, Badu Jack could have got one through six, and Adonis Stevenson got one, you know, seven through 12. Yeah. But I... Watching it, seeing the alert made me mad. I was like, when I saw the alert, because I saw the alert first, I was like... Adonis Stevenson retains his his belt by a draw, and I was like, "This guy!" I was like, "This bum took got his belt." And then after I watched the fight, I was like, oh, "Whatever." Hence, <laughs> hey, look, look, look. Hence, hence the title of the show, just like kissing your sister, kissing your cousin. It's like you you didn't lose, but you did. You didn't really. You didn't really win. I got so mad when I watched the ref hold both their hands in the air, like like they both won. Yeah, it, it, no, 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 nobody, no. Nobody gets their hey, hey. No. Ricky Bobby said it best. This is America. <laughs> and if you're not first, you're last. Nobody, nobody wants to, nobody wants to hear the draw. But I, um, I want a rematch. Would it? Yeah. They, now, now, 
if they have a rematch, I'll take it down to Stevenson. Even though he's 40 years old, if they have a rematch soon and they do it this year, because he got gassed out. I, there was, I don't, there, that was it. That was literally it. He was the aggressor. He got gassed out once. Badu Jack. Badu Jack got gassed out. His own game plan, he got gassed out. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna wait to the second half of the fight, and then I'm going to turn it on. Then you turn it on, and then you get tired. I think the only time I've seen Badu Jack come out come out rapid or just uh, just quick on the attack was against Nathan Cleverly. That was it. All the other times, he has to slow Because Nathan Cleverly wasn't as big as a threat as Donna Stevenson. You picked Donna Stevenson to win in the second round KO. Right, and right. when you said it, I was like, it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen. Like, I wouldn't put it past, I wouldn't put it past him any, anyway. But the... Badu Jack either has to start earlier. Yeah, now that he's felt the power, he he handled it really well. Yeah. He handled it really well. He just needed to work on that transition yeah. from defense to offense. Now, Donna Stevenson is a he's a prison forty, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did like four or five years, like pimping or something. You know. Yeah. You know, it's a big Eddie Kane stuff. And uh, <laughs> so at that time, all you're doing is eating healthy and working out. But you're not putting your body through as much stress as you are in actual boxing. So you saying, he, yeah, he's pulling the Gary Russell. He's really <laughs> preserving his body with the fights you know, that he that he also, takes. Also, he could probably fight another two, three years at, at an elite level. I'm not saying yeah, not against not against elite competition. Yeah. He, you're not putting Sergey Kovalev in there. Sergey Kovalev will knock it knock himself out. If I was in Donna Stevenson, I would go after Kovalev right away. After the or just walk away. Just walk away at this point because you need to do the Wait match. a minute, before or after a rematch? I want to see the rematch just yeah. because I want to see this settled. But if I was a Donna Stevenson, I'm just saying, I would pursue this, the Kovalev after this Alvarez and then just walk away. If I'm saying it right now. If he fights Kovalev, you're going to have a Bernard Hopkins versus Joe Smith. He's going to get knocked out the ring. <laughs> I look, and that's not even that. It's not even going to be close, and it's not even going to be. It's going to be ugly. He's going to he's going to get slept. The fight will be better than the fight. Oh yeah, the ring the ring walk the ring walk up to the ring is going to be longer than the fight if he fights. No, I I I want to see I want to see a rematch just because I thought it could have been a better. It was a decent fight. It could have been a better fight, but um, now if you're Floyd Mayweather, are you a little upset about Dude Jack? Yo, you know we just paid Lady Alvarez couple whatever thousand to step aside so we can get this fight if you get it it's, I would rather you lost than the draw probably now are you mad at if you're Mayweather are you mad at that or if you went at the very end when I, I want to say it's probably Jim Gray who asked him when he said what's the reason you keep getting all these draws he was like I don't know maybe it's because the judges hate Mayweather so are, do you hate on him for that or that because I thought that was it's a good witty comeback but Badu Jack he just he starts late and he takes over when he starts when he kicks in the high gear this is always around the fifth or sixth round what did our man who's the, uh, the ref said, who's the judge said it's like you gotta every round is a new fight yeah. And that's how you got to judge. In the first half of the fight, that's exactly what you did. You you let Adonis Stevenson take over the first fight, and you took over the second fight. It, it, that's why I said. That's why I said Jesse Vargas versus Adrian Broner is the same fight. He needs to take more chances and stop waiting to the fifth or sixth round to try to turn it up. There's some people you don't take chances on though. Like you take you take a chance against Adonis Stevenson, you can get you can get it's knocked out. Business, it's it the is business. the hurt business, but at the same time, if you're a boxer, you ain't trying to get hurt. You don't pay the money for step aside money, Did. not for a draw. Now, I bet you, now he owes me with the money for Hold on. Because now, Hold on. what if he don't even give him a rebate? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A 
Alita Alvarez, we have him ranked number one in WBC. He was mandatory. We had WB, we had WBA number one. Okay. No, Alita Alvarez. Mm-hmm. And, and WBA, we have, we have, we have, we have uh, Kovalev is. WBO? Uh, WBO. And we have six in WBO for Alita Alvarez. Now, you pay him step aside money. Yeah, because you're going for a title, not for money. Yeah. At the same time, is Badu Jack and Leader Alvarez, we're, you're not watching a prime time. That's not a main event. So the pay step aside money, long run, they probably made more money on that. They probably did, just because they got Stevenson to step out into the ring for once. Go ahead. Well, we'll see what happens here. I mean, it was it was a good action-packed fight. What's up, what's up with that Tony Kornheiser reaching to the fortune ball <laughs> and then tell us the future of what's going to happen? Because you're... you're I don't like you, but I'll admit when you're right a lot of the time. Sometimes I say a lot. So, do, do, ignore that a lot. But tell me what's going to happen. Well, but Jack, they paid step aside money. It's going to be like uh, pool hall junkies. He's like, he cares a pain. What are you doing? I just paid $500 for your shot. Nah. It's my shot now. You right? paid $500 for your shot. Unless the WBC. Go watch the kids, pool hall junkies. Unless the WBC orders this rematch. He's not going to get a rematch. Like, even, no. even one of the ESPN writers thought this was a FOTY candidate, and I'm so down. It's not even no. close. Now, you know, if you would have said Josh Warrington, Josh Warrington, at least Selby, that's more of an FOTY. I would put that one over yeah. this one for sure. But it was good action. It was definitely good action. But for Badu, Jack, you paid your step aside money. You didn't get the W. You didn't lose, but you kind of stare in limbo. So you had your shot, though. You paid for your shot. You got your shot. Now you're probably going to drop back down in the rankings. Or stay stagnant, depending on how the, the nah. He's gonna, he's gonna, he, he can't drop. You can't if you. This if is one seventy five, right? This is one seventy five. You're, you're not gonna. See, he's lucky. All the names are really tied up. But see, now Joe Smith Junior's got, got a fight coming back here soon. Um, who else is on one seventy five? What else we got? <laughs> Dimitri Bivol, Artur Beterbiev, uh, Sullivan Barrera, Marcus Brown, Joe Smith Junior. Uh, Andre Fonfara. Yeah, well, there you go. But dude, Jack is gonna fight probably Fonfara. Usually, that that's uh, is he, he's either gonna fight Fonfara or Joe Smith Jr. I'll tell you right now. That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be one you of those two so? fighters that he will definitely fight next. And they, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And if not, we might see a Don Stevenson versus Joe Smith Jr. as well. Because that's the guy who got the Hopkins win. Um, he underdelivered against Sullivan Barrera, but he got the HBO deal when he. When he knocked out Bernard Hopkins, so he's definitely going to be a main event fight. Your so, man Joe Smith, the plumber, the construction man. Yeah, now nah, he got he got worked, he got exposed a little by Sullivan Barrera. So we'll, we'll see. I, I could I could see him getting served to Donna Stevenson or Badu Jack because those are winnable fights for both those guys. But Fonfair, we got we got to make see him in a minute. We haven't seen him in a minute, but we got to make sure Sullivan Barrera is alive still too, man. Yeah, after what yeah. Dimitri Bibble right, did to him. Right now he's hanging out with Rigged Dow. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get here? They're in Florida right now, just kind of chilling in the tropical weather. Nah, he ain't in Florida, he ain't Cuba. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, no, 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 that's right there. All right, we need to see some more elite action in there. I think Adonis Stevenson needs to go after elite or move on. Or fly away back to Krypton or Haiti, wherever you come from, out in Canada, whatever the name of that neighborhood is. You got the draw. Whenever he comes out with the crown, I think of cannabis. <laughs> I snatch your crown with your head still attached to it. That, that, that That's one of the things that I always think about whenever I see that. I'm Let's like... Let's get back to this fight. Right <laughs> now, moving on from Superman 
who did win that Super Bowl punch I needed him to do so I can make consistent. We'll see how this 175 division works out because we know Coco Levin has got a fight coming up against Alina Alvarez. Um, I, I think Badu Jack will get matched up against Andres Fonfar or Joe Smith Jr. I'll be surprised if we see a Donna Stevenson fight again this year. I believe he will because he knows time is against him as well. So we'll see how it plays out. I, I got no problems with Stevenson except for the, he, he kind of kisses it up a little bit. But that's it. But he's always good action. Now, you know, Danny Garcia and Sean Porter are going to a purse bid. I thought I understood the definition of purse bid until this. Because these are two BB, PBC fighters. And I always thought a purse bid was for the two promoters to put up, whoever puts the highest money up becomes the lead promoter in the fight. Now, this is me without ever looking up the definition. This is just what I get off of it based off of every article I've ever read and every conversation I've ever been in. Can you Google purse bid for me? I am. And it says, a per- snatch a purse from me. Right <laughs> in, in, go ahead. In the, in the elevator if she clutches it too hard. No, a purse bid is an initial step in, a, in arranging a professional boxing match okay. involving the fights, cards, promoter. The purse, the purse in a purse bid is split between the fighters according to the preset formulas of sanctioning commissions. Purse bids are often won by one of the two fighters' promoters. Yeah. It is like two sentences down. This explain the definition of a purse bid. Like really, like, like right after that. So it's like uh, it's. Well, I got a couple words right in that definition. That's all I can say about that one. But I, I if, if a promoter often wins it, neither one of these guys have a promoter because they're PBC fighters. So they work for the PBC organization, I guess, managed under Al Heyman. And the fights are the god. The fights are the most promoted. Look, look, man, look, look. Al Heyman is the godfather of boxing. He's not a real person, bro. Hey, why you do that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look and see if I can. I think we've looked at footage of this man. He's not real, bro. He's like he's, 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 he's real. His Tupac is alive and stuff. He's probably chilling with Tupac. Yep. He's. You're saying this is like the man, he's the living Mandela effect. <laughs> no, he's like, I've seen Al Heyman. You sure? No. I've seen a, a Al Heyman. Uh, I, I, think, I think I've seen a one of them. I, I heard of him. <laughs> now, he's like American Gangster, dude. The Frank whatever, man. Nobody saw him until they saw him the one time in the, in, in the meet. Yeah, in nah, the it's a, um, what, the, who's that really, really ugly dude from Cash Money? He's behind the scenes. And he's a producer. He's like not many fresh, but... He's ugly Nah it's a lot of But this one dude He's just been sitting In the cut for like 20 years it's now Just no, no, All he thinks is the meme I just that's think he's just Naturally that's ugly space. That's just his face <laughs> And then when he see, when Seeing that He's just been in the background Collecting money this whole time And that's That's what Al Heyman is Al Heyman's the ugly dude From Cash Money That nobody remembers his name Just just throw it out Let me see if I can look up Ugly dude from Cash Money Pop Al Heyman <laughs> oh man what were we talking about oh yeah purse bid Danny Garcia and Sean Porter I don't know why it's going to a purse bid it's so they can negotiate it to make the fight happen I assume based off of the definition you read me is this, um, gonna, is this fight going to get done this year the Danny Garcia and Sean Porter fight when it goes to a purse bid like this with no lead promoters this is to say under the same management group this is basically a call out of pride and, and test of man because the one who doesn't 
entertain any of the negotiations in this during this time will walk away without face because now you're the one who walked away. You're the one who couldn't make it happen. So beforehand, it's like, oh, you know, I missed his call. He missed my call. Danny Garcia didn't see too eager to fight Sean Porter. Whoever does, you need, if I could, if I was a prize fighter today and like, you got Sean Porter, I'm like, well, We've talked about this on a few occasions. It's like Sean Porter, you, you already seen it with Keith Thurman. And, uh, on paper, Danny Garcia can beat Sean Porter. On paper, he can beat Garcia. But it's one of those, it takes a lot out of you to beat Sean Porter. If you beat Sean Porter, you deserve you it. You, 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 des- you deserve that. You deserve that. So it's one of those... Sean Porter, Sean Porter's a G in the ring, man. So it's just like I, I wouldn't be pussyfooting, but like at the same time, I can understand a this slow step on that. Because I, I, I feel like it's I said this year. I didn't say done. I said this it year. Happen this year because <laughs> a part of me believes that this is all a master plan for my man Keith Thurman. I don't know why. Just because. Because <laughs> your man's ducking, man. He's oh, he's more connected and he's pulling strings in the background. Nah, if he was connected, he wouldn't have to. Va- he wouldn't have to vacate, man. So stop talking about him, man. I'm tired of bringing him up. And Sean Porter will fight this year because it'll it'll definitely give Keith Thurman a little bit more time. It'll let Earl Spence get his next fight in to lead up to leave um, the fall wide open for any one of these guys to get a big fight. No matter who wins or loses, all three of these names, all four possibly, if my man's not hurt. Of these names will be available to fight in the fall. They will none of them will have a fight scheduled. No matter win or lose for Danny Garcia or Sean Porter, all four of these fighters under the same management will be available to fight in the fall. So we gotta make this this happen. That's why it's going to purse bid. I think they're forcing Danny Garcia to the table and they're gonna make him negotiate. Now Sean Porter might be the loser in the negotiation money-wise because of because of making it go this far. Because I don't think Dan Garcia really wanted to fight, really wants to fight him. But I think he'll beat him. We'll see how this works out. But when this happens, it's going to leave it open because we got my man. The truth is fighting next month. Uh, I want to say June 15th. And then if they get this done. If we don't know for sure, where can they find that at? Squared Circle app. It's available on Google Play and iOS. As soon as you open it up, it says upcoming matches is the first icon. Just go and tap on that one right there. Look at the fight that we're talking about. Any fight you want to look at coming up, make sure you tell your friends and family about it. You know where to find it. Now. Hey, oh, oh also, we are, we are, hold, that, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hey, I want to give a special shout out to my man, uh, RJ Radcliffe, Robert. Um, who went to Thailand last month and he was out there, he was out there for a little over a month I think yeah, so yeah, yeah. that man just he just came into the T-Bubble star for real? yeah 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 I was, so, I was just talking to him hey anyway that's my boy he just so he just yeah tall he just tall yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so um, just had his first MMA fight just his, his Muay Thai fight yeah his Muay Thai fight cause he went out he went out to Thailand to yeah. fight and I'm still talking yeah, I'm still talking. Yes. So had his. Uh, so shout out to that. And then also um, forgot his name. Lynn, your baby's daddy. He had his first. <laughs> he had his first MMA. Is that MMA or Muay Thai? MMA. Yeah. His first MMA fight, and he actually had the fight of the night too, man. So like you already, you guys already know. We shout out and we uh, we talk to a lot of local fighters. At the top of Tacoma in the bar, and he stole the plaque off the wall. Hey, that's how you. That's how you do it, man. Yeah. No. Shout out. Shout out to them because like. It's one of those things that they've been wanting to do it for a long time, and, they, and, they, man, so and they've been grinding it out. So I, I, I respect and I like that. Before, it takes a lot to, to wrap them hands up. We're not talking about lace and weed. Oh, okay. okay. It takes a lot to get your <laughs> hands wrapped up with boxing wrap or any kind of bits on their hands to fight and actually walk into the ring. Yeah. It takes a lot. 
It takes a lot out of you when you're walking in, and you take lose a lot when you're walking out. When you hey, yo, and you remember how you felt when you first stepped in between those ropes? Yeah, we're like, where the ring car girls at? You know what I'm saying? Is that what you was that relaxed? Yeah, bro, come on, man. I was invincible at that you age. You a damn lie. Bro, I was, hey, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not because I started because I started a little bit late. The first time I went in between the ropes, this is the first time I've ever really experienced like anxiety. And then my heart was pounding so hard until until I I threw and got caught with my first punch. Then it's relaxed all after that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, but I also started at a young age. I started off martial arts tournament yeah. at a very young age. So it, it was an easier transition transition for me. Yeah. It was nothing new. I've been disqualified for many martial arts tournaments because it was always taekwondo kicking the balls. No taekwondo tournaments, you can't punch in the face. And I punched kicking in the, the face. balls. You didn't punch him in the face. Yeah. I I can see you yeah. copping out to the kicking yeah. the balls. Yeah. For one, if I do that. You would look at the man and understand why, for one. And it would only happen in a street fight. I would never do that in the regular, in a controlled fighting environment. Not with the queens of the, the rules of queens that are at stake. What were we talking about? I don't even remember now. You Move kicked him forward. in the balls. <laughs> I may have made him in the balls. Your man, Robert Radcliffe. Now, if you're going to go and have a Muay Thai fight in Phuket, fuck it. <laughs> you gotta be somewhat good because they'll just invite you or take you out to Thailand to fight in a boy type fight. No, he came back. He came back. He was out here. You just said you, yeah, you I came in. It. Yeah. They don't send you out there even to train yeah. unless you're working for me taking over little small Thai towns. Or that was such a great show. Because <laughs> you're breaking shins and forearms. So shout out to that man right there. That's kind of crazy. That how did you? How do you know this guy? Oh man, I know from around the way. Actually, man, he um, Pacific Southern man. He's he's always there too. Okay. So we went and chopped it up, man. So like, tell him about the podcast. Actually, I'm probably gonna I run into him. Too. Now, when you see him, say hey, yeah, you talk to my man's with that. Now, also one more time, I want to remind you, 18 years ago today, Marshall Mathers up, he dropped. Just and I just don't give a. F- <laughs> so, that was his first time actually the Slim Shady LP. What was it? Which one? Well, Mushroom Mouth's LP was his Oh, first. okay, okay. All right, so and when, you, when, you, when you originally told me about this, and I'm kind of irritated just, that you put it in just, the show, I, yeah, I, I, le- I left it off. Now, when you say Marshall Mathers LP, it's like... My brother was a huge Carmelo Anthony fan, so and it ruined. And it ruined because you know my brother's from Syracuse. It ruined it for me because I'm tired of hearing about it. And it's just like you. I don't like Eminem because you ruined it for me. But this, how old were you, or what grade were you when this album came out? I reserved the right to talk about that because you're old as hell. Anyway, this was when Marshall Mathers. Old as hell. When Marshall Mathers LP came out, I was in tenth grade. And this was actually the, the, yeah, this was actually the song that me and my boy Dwight Farrell used to bump every game day during the basketball season. Yeah, I was already in strip clubs. He was, exactly. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, no, I was already strip clubs, strippers. Yeah, you know nope. so, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, Min Leo from Amityville. That was that was my joint. That was my joint. So I give you that one. I give you that one. Of course. You know, life theme song. I I just had to bring that up just because I know how how a big Eminem fan you are here. Now uh, Triple G has already signed up for some bottle testing. Get the early start on it. I didn't know he wasn't signed up, but it seems like now with this Canelo thing going on. Is this going to be a trend? You think that we see with um, in combat sports? I. You went a different way than I thought you were gonna go. Uh, I'm not gonna say I don't know if it's gonna be a trend. I think it, I, I don't I don't I don't think I don't think it's gonna be I don't think well no I'm not talking about what the the, the drug thing. 
uh, as far as VADA testing, I think everybody should be signed up. Like, let's just let's just keep it clean. Let's just keep it clean. If you're if you're not clean, get the hell out of here. But the way that I was going to go, what when I saw that, well, the first thing that came to mind is they're trying to keep everything on track for the six months so they can do so they can do it on this Mexican Independence Weekend or what is that is, is that what it is the Mexican it's Independence be, yeah, yeah. yeah so it, like yeah. I just like I just like how he's being preemptive being about it yeah. and unless. I, I think he wants that because not just Canelo knows, but Triple G does know that he is getting older, and the sooner he fights Canelo, is going to be the best. It's going to be the best for him too. So that, not not another year. Not you never. It's too much. It's, it's too much. So now the, the IBF is trying to order a fight with Darren Darinchenko for the for Reverend Triple G. Um, and I know Triple G. Wants Say it again. To- Say it again. The Reverend Chenko. <laughs> so and I know that. Triple G, it's important to him to unify these titles. Very important to him. Yeah. More important to him than probably some of the rest of the guys in the division. So it, um, I, I think uh, Tom Loeffler, K2 Promotions, will probably handle it right, and, and, and they'll, be able to, or they'll be able to figure things out or possibly pay him some step aside money so they can let this happen. If uh, Sergey is smart... He would pursue some hush money. Nah, so Triple G has the WCWA and IBF. So, uh, IBF, Derevichenko, is uh, the number one contender. And if he wants to, to order it. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that. If he wants to unify, he got your man, Billy Joe Saunders. He got to worry about the WBO title. Well, this is the thing now. Because he wants to unify. It's a big goal, Triple G. So now you have to make sure you maintain this IBF belt. Because you don't have to go back after it. Especially just giving it up to a guy like Darren Taylor. Who's the number two contender at IBF? Uh, as right now, we go to fightnews.com. That's where we uh, usually handle our rankings, or whatever. They have somebody not. They have the number two not rated. They just have not rated, and then they have they have number three Daniel Jacobs and number four Jamal Charlo. Number five Saul Canelo, and then uh, I said Saul. Who the hell Saul Canelo? Demetri A and number six Demetrius Andre. They're like yo, y'all ain't even worth the number two spot. That's just cold, man. They're like, those are all, you said three, four names worthy of the number two ranking, if not number one ranking. Yeah. And, and, the, and the IVF is like, nah, nah, you three. KRS has this line, you know, I wouldn't say I'm number one, but sorry, I lied. I'm number one, two, three, four, and five. And that's basically the pedestal that they're putting on Darren Chango here. So I think, I think he might get some step-aside money or they'll be able to work things out because I know it's important for him to unify okay. and taking this testing is so, probably the best thing for it. Understandable. Um, I like Darevinchenko's nickname, the technician. I'm a fan of that. The only thing is he's 12-0 with 10 knockouts. And if you're going to fight somebody like uh, Sergey Kovalev, I, I mean, triple. If you're gonna fight somebody like Triple G, I don't think you're gonna have yeah, you, the, yeah, you're, you're not you're, experienced. You're, 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 12 you're not, you're not, ex- you're, you're not experienced out. enough to take that. So you don't have 300 amateur fights like Triple G does probably too. So yeah, sorry, dude. Um, just take the step aside money, even if it's a couple hundred. Just, just a couple hundred me. bucks. Trust me. <laughs> just a couple hundred bucks. Each other, and then you, you can bring, you can come out on top. Now you remember the name Eric Belinda? Eric Molina? Yeah. Yes. He was actually scheduled to fight this weekend against Maurice Walk, but now he's suspended for two years for failing, um, I guess he failed a test uh, uh, after the Anthony Joshua fight, and it's really weird. We'll have to look more into this. I always saw the headline, but apparently he's suspended for the next two years in boxing because of this. And for every headline that I read, they said that it was 
worse. It wasn't even as bad as the Canelo Alvarez, but we'll have to look into it. I could be wrong. I you only saw the headline. You want to give me a minute? Okay. Minute. Ding, ding. Now, Eric Molina Jr., he gave Deontay Wilder a run for his money. Uh, looked real intimidated against Anthony Joshua. Fell drug test. For a weed, meth, what was it? Uh, Ketamine, so, so, you're, so you're in the, you're in the, you're in the drugs more than me. So you got to tell me what this stuff is and does. Tested positive for dexamethasone. Dex, dexamethasone. I don't know. What's, what's, what, why would? What's, what's first of all, if you, even, if, you, if you even offer me dexamethasone, methasone, I'm like, nah, bro, man. I got, I got to work in the morning. I don't even know what it does, man. It could. <laughs> I'm like, I got to work in the morning. I can't do that. Well, it said no. They said it's an anti-inflammatory agent uh, presented by Tridose DX shots, whatever. But Preparation so. H is an anti-inflammatory. Medication. Look, look, bro, there's a lot of rules in boxing, man. We don't know what these yeah, look, sure, man. Sure. There's a lot of scientists in the world. And you think about it, man, just he's a school teacher. Think, look, think about how a lot of stuff was invented, man. Hey man, if you put this with this, you can get that. You can get that. Like so a lot of stuff is really Come back around is, to the quote. Viagra was discovered as it was originally being tested as a sinus medication. <laughs> for you. For yeah, for, that's, that's a fact. You can look that one up later. <laughs> so, you know, what was it? You know, don't let it decrease. Look, I'm still sick. <laughs> I'm still sick, but check this out. <laughs> 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 it's like, well, all right, does he have that cold? Hey, man, Jesus forget God. about it. Forget it's about the cold. cold. This is way better. It's cold, all right. <laughs> 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 Poor Eric Molina. You failed the drug test. I don't know if this was an idiot test or a, pit, or a P test, but you failed it. It was right after the fight, so you did something wrong. Now, speaking of the UK, and Eddie Hearn, by the way, he is in talks to sign a three-fight deal with Julio Chavez Sr. Jr., which is sounds exactly like somebody Hearn to me because this guy has been putting in work, making moves, and he's trying to get everybody signed. I like how... We're a boxing podcast show now. Actually, we're live. Hopefully, these guys didn't mess it up. And then we're, the Facebook Live is still feeding. Actually, it looks like we are. No, but it's funny how you bringing this up. We're talking more about Eddie Hearn than we are about Chavez Jr. So we're kind of... He's going to be promoted by a British promoter. They're not as close to Mexico as we are, obviously, and even though they probably have just as much Mexican drugs on the street there as we do, um, you know, he's not going to be the topic of conversation. It, this is, I don't know how many people actually show up to get a senior fighting. Okay. <laughs> you can't do it. Yeah. Junior. Junior. Yeah. Junior. Hey, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back, man. Mm-hmm. Do you remember I'm going to get you sucker? Of course. So, it, it, when they were at Junebug's face funeral, and John Witherspoon is like, you know, we laid the rest, Junebug spade. And old girl's like, Junebug spade? Ain't this Lester Wilson's funeral? No. He's like, no, Lester Wilson was at 9 o'clock. So it's like, that's what they're going to do when they show up. That's what they do when they're going to show up to uh, Chavez, C, Chavez Jr.'s fight. You know what? You know, when I saw this, I was actually a little bit excited, low key, because He's good at Ch- Chavez Jr. is like Adrian Broner. You never know who you're going to get. So as long as he's not. As long as he's not the main event, it's going to be entertaining either way. Mm-hmm. I'll watch. I'll watch a Chavez Jr. fight just no because. Problem. Did you Did you enjoy um, Chavez versus Sergio Martinez? I loved it. Cause I'm a Sergio you, Martinez fan. Hey. Okay. Okay. You yeah. loved it. Even 
even though it was hella lopsided in the landslide, Canelo versus Chavez. It was it was great to watch. The 24-7 with him. Yeah. You know, even though he was lazy and smoked still, weed the whole time. Yeah, it was like, good. I enjoyed it. I'm glad to know that Cinnamon Toast Crunch, even in Mexico, just says Cinnamon Toast Crunch on the box. First of all, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the goat cereal, and that's undebatable. We're going to... You know, most people try to be eclectic, and they be like, nah, man, see, you got to get the chip. Look, bro, if anybody says that anything... It's better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'll fight you on site. Yeah, no. Say something. Don't listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you can come catch these hands, man. <laughs> Over Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So it's, it's interesting to see if this will happen. I don't think it happened because Chavez Jr. has a problem not training in Mexico. Um, I don't know. They have to have like a direct bridge, I guess, to the UK. or I'm not sure how that would work out. I hate how you just have Mexico is just like the most underprivileged city. It's like, I don't know how they're going to get there. It's like, they don't have planes, so if they, are, they gonna, are they building bridges over there? So it's just like one of those uh, boats? planes and they just kind of throw you out in an unknown location uh, with a couple grams or kilos of this. Now, <laughs> I don't think it'll happen because I don't see Chavez Jr. doing anything outside of California, but I know Eddie Hearn is trying to make a foot in the U.S. and definitely set his mark. And he has been because he has had no problem working with Al Heyman the myth. Now, who else is on his radar but the boner? Not Viagra, but my man, the problem. So he offered him $6.7 million. I'd take the money, but I'm not. I don't know what what, what income this boner is working on. So, so... Des Bryant, released from the Cowboys, um, was offered money from the Baltimore Ravens to him to sign. He turned it down. Now he's without a job. Listen, do you have that kind of money saved up? And are you that kind of talent where you think you can do better? Because that's one, of, that's, that's one of the things. See, you don't always do cross-sports uh, analysis and uh, analogies. Is, are you? Can you do that? Look, does it, we do this show, so we're gonna have to watch you regardless. Just like we did the Mayweather McGregor, we have to watch you regardless. Do you have that backing to you can do it on your own? Now, Adrian Boner, he said it was slave money. I don't know if he ever knows what slave money is. I'm gonna say by definition. That was the first boner mistake he made. But then he said it to Eddie Hearn, a man who can probably change his pockets with exclusive rights. This is the thing with Adrian Boner. I don't think he understands that. It's okay to turn it down, or at least instead of turning it down, maybe saying that's not my number. Let's just say that's not the number I'm looking for instead of publicly saying it's slave wages because, uh, again, by definition, it doesn't exist. So... For one, he's about billions, right? You get a couple hundred of those millions, it's going to add up to some billions. Nah, he's he's nowhere near billions, I can guarantee you that. Now, okay, we just talk about Des Bryant. So, if, they, if Des Bryant, I got a hypothetical. If Des Bryant and Adrian Bowler had to quit sports today, which one of them can have a successful career just touring the states with autographs? Just autographs only. Photos and autographs. Des Bryant. Bigger celebrity. Bigger celebrity. He plays for the Cowboys, which is America's trash team. Mm-hmm. I'm not throwing. Sh- I'm throwing shade. I was just gonna try to say I wasn't, but yeah, no, the, that's, the, uh, that's yeah. Hate right so there. no, it's no, it's pure hate. No, Des Bryant because he plays for he played for Dallas Cowboys. You know, had a successful career out there. But a lot of people are gonna be like, if hey, 
you, you you saw it yourself. We went to go when we went to go meet Andre Ward. Yeah. It was Marshawn Lynch and it was Andre Ward, both guys from Oakland. Yeah. And then they were like, "Who are you guys waiting for?" We're like, "Andre Ward." Yeah. Who? I'm like, I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, it, it, you got, you kind of got taken offense. I'm like, look, I understand we're in Seattle and it's Marshawn Lynch, but hey, hold on, man. Look, you're honestly, you're my man's hey, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I can't stand the Seahawks, but Marshawn Lynch is a great. I, I love Marshawn oh, since Cal, yeah. and I'm like, yo, know, honestly, if we're talking about as far as career accomplishments, I didn't say what's up to him. Andre Ward is yeah. way higher up on a totem yeah. pole than Marshawn Lynch. For sure, hundred percent. That's facts, people. That's facts, people. So. Bono should have took the money. <laughs> as, as we add, as I digress, <laughs> I thought he should have taken the money too. He, I thought that he should have taken the money too because his brain is is, is shrinking and getting smaller. Shrunk, shrinking, shrinking is present tense. He has literally gotten out the pool naked. That's what it is. He should have took the money. Moving on. Lucky there's a pill made for you. Now we got some fights coming up this weekend. Here, how much time we got? We got some time talking. Uh, not a lot, but you know what? Come on, make we okay. make it quick. Well, so Eddie Ramirez is coming back. The spoiler who got spoiled with Eddie against Antonio DeMarco. He's so, funny dude. I've never heard of Argenis Mendez. So the thing is with Eddie Ramirez, we talked about Eddie Ramirez, Ramirez, seventeen to one, eleven KOs. Uh, he first got on because he's a dude who upset my man, cowboy. Ca- cowboy Ryan Carl. Um, lost. Yep. Uh, um, lost to Antonio DeMarco, got KO'd by that in the first round. Mm-hmm. And so we watched that. And then so this is going to be his first fight back versus a so guy who's... Spoiler fight for Antonio DeMarco, too. Last, his last one before that was Jorge Linares. Gotta love stuff like that. And so Mendez, uh, 24 and 5. So that's with a 12 KO. So we're, we're going to see how this... Um, Ivan Redcats, Luke Campbell, Robert Easter Jr., uh, Rances Bartholomew twice. So, no, 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 no. That's who um, our heinous Mendez's last couple of fights. Wow, okay, okay. So, so the news is. He's seeing some stuff. Yeah, so. Now, whether you won or lost, wow. those are. This is a trend now. This yeah. is uh, your, your chance to get back in the spotlight or, or to stay in contention. And Andy Ramirez, we're going to find out. Where you're going from here? You were spoiled. Who got spoiled? I'm taking I'm taking Mendez just on record alone. <sighs> I, I don't even know nothing about this. I never watched him. I, I don't. We probably we probably Ramirez just because you're not. Okay, understandable. Now the next one up, up the main event is with Oscar Escandon against Escandon. Is it Rubin Tugs Levambar? So um. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I worked with a guy whose son's name was Tugs, so we're going to call him Tugs. Um, nice and bar. No, we're going to call him... Yeah. <laughs> so... Last name, Job. God, I hate you. So, uh, Tugs is 9-0, um, 8 fights. The great thing about this is I watched... I actually watched Tugs' last fight that he had, um, which was in um, which was in November. Okay. I, I watched that one, and he was... Uh, he actually was... I actually, I actually was a fan of this guy okay. just because, uh, you know, the when you ever have that Thailand background, it's something, it's something to take notice on there. But the and thing, obviously, as you can tell, with the dynamic of the show. But the only thing is, like most of the, a lot of the guys that he's fought are other names you can't pronounce. No, nah, not even other names that we can pronounce there because uh, there's something wrong in there probably. I'm just guessing. <laughs> Nah. Oh, man. No, you're good. Okay. Now, Oscar Iskandon, who was his last fight? Lost to, did he beat anybody after he lost to Gary Russell Jr.? Nope. nope. Gary Russell Jr. was his so last this fight. Is his, this is his showcase fight or 
status at gatekeeper, pretty much. So it, it's going to be the kind of clash and see where their careers are going because you got uh, Escondon is 25-3 and three with 17 knockouts and Tugs is 9-0. So it's just kind of like the PBC fights that we always see. We got an older fighter versus a young up-and-comer. So now, these are going to be tests. There's a chance for Tugs to become a spoiler, right? Maybe spoil Escandone's chances of uh, becoming another contender. It could have been somebody. It could have been a contender. Now, w- one thing that could be known with that also is uh, another type fighter that spoiled things was uh, Sora Visai. Been talks of another super fight coming up, possible rematch with one. I might want to say a spoiler. That was just a good fight by number one contender. It's so, spoiled, yeah. Though, because what's coming up now is either way is fighting Jamie Mc. Donald at a higher weight because he has vacated the 115 where he was hoping to meet Chocolatito or even a sore Visai. It didn't happen. He moved up to 118. Now he's facing Jamie McDonald. Not Jaime, Jamie, because this is a British fighter. Um, he's already said that he wants to destroy Jamie McDonald. 15 and 0 with 13 knockouts. And this is McDonald? Nah, that's uh, anyway. Right? Yeah. So McDonald's twenty nine and two. One hundred and fifteen pounds before he moved up. He was what again? Anyway. What? What? His record. Oh, 15 and 0, 13 knockouts. One hundred and fifteen pounds. He knocked out thirteen out of fifteen people. That's insane. So and then um, Jamie McDonald twenty nine and two with thirteen knockouts. So not a high knockout percentage. So he looks like a boxer. Anyway, may came to bring the pain as a. Uh, one scholar method man if, once if said. If you want to, to set a name for yourself, you go and you knock around guys. You find the biggest guy in the room and you beat him down and make him submit. It's very difficult for guys to walk into the UK and do that to any UK fighters. If he can do that, this guy is truly a monster and keep the closet door shut. It may not be many, but hey, he has the same not he has the same knockouts as you. Now, granted, the percentage is ninety percent to forty percent. This is, this 40%, is but, quite often. Yeah. Now, the main event uh, is going to be on ESPN Plus. This same fight card is going to be German Akahas versus Jonas Sultan. Two Filipino guys battling it out at 112 pounds, I believe. Um, what division is that? 112. Super duper skinny weight? Asian weight? What did he say? 112? Yeah. Flyweight. Flyweight. And is, was I right? German Akahas in there? 112? No, the 115, 115 the okay. super flyweight. Super fly, super duper fly. Now, do you know what the most significant thing about this battle? What is? So, this is the first all Filipino world title fight since 1925. Since we've had two Filipinos fight for a world title, it's been 93 years. I'm surprised this isn't the first. Right. Think of it like when you um, well, like when you when you think of when you think of Filipinos, you think of of course Manny Pacquiao in there, and that's no need to Filipino flash, and that's really it. There's that, when you when you come up when you come up, yeah, but, but yeah, there's there's more in there to talk about. But this is gonna be the first class they've had since 1925, and on a on a world scale like this for a title bout. So there's a lot of. Filipino pride in this fight going on and it's going to be another one of these ESPN plus things I'm new to it hopefully we're going to see what's going on hopefully we'll see what's going down with this uh, on the last but not least well, Jerry Cost is really really good yeah he's solid so and also last but not least uh, Shakir Stevenson who signed up we just um, on the tail end of talking about uh, Mikey Conlon yeah. being able to get a fight real quick Elio Mesquita um, so but that's not until that's not until next month Elio 
hate you. I hate you. All right, man, let's go. Let's get to it. We'll see what you got. Last time we saw him, I believe he beat Daniel Samuels Jr. or something like that. That was the same fight card because Chris Stevenson is fighting on that Jeff Horn, Terrence Crawford fight card. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available on Google Play and iOS. And don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. Tell your friends, tell your family. If you don't like us and you want to make fun of us, share the link even more and just start clowning. Just clowning. Give me a chance of redemption. I might be able to make it up to you. If not... I'll find out where you're at, and, and we can talk about it then. Don't forget to download that app and subscribe to us everywhere you can think of. We in Google Play, we in iTunes, we on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud. Now we on YouTube. Now we on YouTube Live, man. We hate. Full accounts. You might have blocked the first ones, but I'm sending more friends requests afterwards. You know where to find us, man. Every single Thursday, subscribe to us on YouTube Live, and don't forget to like the Facebook page, SquareCircle101.com, coming soon. We got got the gear, looking good. Yep. We, we making moves. We going to be out here, though. We, we out here a little bit. Mike, I just saw Mike. I, I, I'm not clear. Yeah, you're not, you're not there yet. I'm not sure how this works out, but I'm learning, but I'm learning. Make sure you download that SquareCircle app. It's back in Google Play, and it's still living in iOS. One-stop spot for all your boxing needs.